Freddie Bell in the morning Chantel in the morning Twin Cities, good morning uh, 89.9, nine, wake up, work out Freddie Bell in the morning Chantel in the morning Twin Cities, good morning uh, 89.9, nine, wake up, work out, come on Good morning to you on this first day of December 2023. I'm Freddie Bell. I'm with the morning team. It stars Chantel Sings, and we have Larry Fitzgerald here, too. News from the Black Information Network, and our show is produced by Francis Meredith. Everybody, the color of the day is gold. Don't be caught dead unless than anything gold. That is our color of the day. Good morning to all the fine folks in Chanhassen. Thank you for waking up with the number one urban morning show in the state of Minnesota. Here today's words are the wise. Experience is a hard teacher. Some of the lessons learned through life's trials and challenges can be tough and even unforgiving. Like, unlike traditional education where mistakes might be less costly, life's experiences come with some real consequences. When you make a mistake or face adversity, the lessons learned can be painful, but they tend to have a lasting and positive impact. And despite the difficulties, these experiences can be some of the most valuable teachers, shaping our characters and providing valuable insights that can guide us and guide our future choices. It's a reminder that growth often occurs through adversity and that in the end, these difficult lessons can make you wiser and stronger. And today is National Rosa Parks Day. In honor as an American civil rights hero, twice a year on February 4th and February and December 1st, it recognizes the civil rights leader Rosa Parks on December 1st, 1955, after a long Thursday at work, Rosa boarded a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. She took her seat in the colored section. As she rode the Cleveland Avenue bus home, the bus began to fill. The Montgomery City Ordinance allows bus drivers to assign seating. However, it did not permit them to demand passengers to give up their seats. They asked her to give up hers. She said no and was taken to jail and given a $10 fine. And that sparked the bus boycott in that city. Good morning. What an interesting trip. That would be amazing. We just had some students come back from um, uh, HBCU tour um, from our high school and, and really enjoyed learning more about history and, and the civil rights movement. Really cool stuff. The holiday season is upon us, especially in ISD 622, where Superintendent Christine Tucci Osorio presides. The holidays, you are saying uh, earlier that it seems as if we are not out of the pandemic, but we're still operating as if we are. And uh, there's still some changes that are happening. Yeah. You know, we were just talking about the fact that there's a lot of absenteeism and things like that happening in our schools. And one of the questions we've had recently is, how do we bring joy and fun into our schools so that we can continue, you know, motivating? Because when you think back at counseling days, you don't remember so much the math lesson that you got interested in. You remember the fun events, you performing our music, the, the special events and occasions. And so that's something that we, we really have been talking a lot about. How do we bring music into our schools? And one question that we've had before has been, why can't we do Christmas music in schools? Why can't we have you? This conversation. Well, that is such a great question. I know we talked about this a long time ago, but it's been a few years, and I thought, this is an interesting topic that comes up every once in a while. So to be honest, if you look back like at the history of our foundation of our country, there was always a legal and intentional separation of church and state, mm-hmm. and our founding fathers created that rule for a reason, so that they could protect people's right to religious freedom. And of course, I love Christmas myself, and we also have to really, first and foremost, honor the law, which does require a separation of church and state. 
And so you, you might hear people who sing holiday songs in a public school. They might take and just stick with the secular songs, like Jingle Bells or something, and not necessarily those that have religious connotation to them. Right. So that's kind of an interesting thing, right? So um, it's a legal matter, but, you know, you always have um, to look at who your community is. Who are you serving? If you have Muslim students and Jewish students, you, you and Hindu students, you can't just be focusing on Christian holidays. And so we try to make sure that we separate church and state in that regard, but also help kids, you know, share and bring different cultures to the, to the mix. It's interesting. You know, we all grew up, I mean, separation of church and state has been with us for ever. Why do you suppose that it is in so many, so many of us grew up with Christmas celebrations in our schools? I know I sure had them when I was a child. How about you? Oh, that's a great question. And I'm not sure I have a perfect answer, but I have some time thinking about this. I think part of what has happened is in the past, yes, students often went to public schools in neighborhoods within which they lived. Mm-hmm. And those neighborhoods, by and large, pretty homogeneous in their cultural and religious practices. So it allowed school communities to push the boundaries a little bit on that. So if you have, you know, um, a community where it's almost entirely Christian, well, then you might not get pushback if you try to reason some of those um, holiday songs that have religious connotation with them. Um, but, you know, in systems where we have much more of a difference of cultures and religions together, you just have to be more sensitive to that because the rule is pretty clear about separating church church and state. But, you know, like I said, if people are homogeneous, they've been able to get away with it a little bit more. I, I grew up with Christmas music in my school, too, because everybody in my, in my elementary school and, you know, really was all Christian. So it made it easy for teachers to weave that in anyway. Interesting. Are there still some schools that celebrate Christmas in the schools? Well, that's a great question. Um, There are religious schools. So Mm. uh, little private schools that are run by churches, absolutely. Private things like that really do a lot with Christmas, and and all the Christian holidays for that matter. Um, But that is allowable because they're a private school and they're church associated. They don't get the public funding like the public schools do. Interesting. Everybody, we're talking with Christine Tucci Osorio. She's a superintendent of schools for ISD 622. So I got another question for you. If if there's not supposed to be a celebration of Christmas in public schools, and you made that separation between public and private, then why have we seen so many high school uh, choirs, for example, doing these big Christmas performances? Doesn't that kind of seem contrary to what you just said? You are absolutely right. It does seem contrary. But one of the things that um, is often considered when you're looking at higher-level music performances, right, um, that and, and high schools typically work to eliminate and not perform sacred texts. But if you did that wholeheartedly, it would eliminate many, many classical music education. The world's greatest composers, Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, and many others, many of their higher-level uh, music has religious a religious basis to it. And so for that reason, you'll see religious music texts allowed in public schools. But the rationale for those situations is that the ed- instructional purposes for the music, kill, for, for the musically and for musicality and not only for the religious or cultural connotation. So for students to have experiences with really high level musical texts, there's a hard, they're hard pressed to avoid music that's not rooted in religion. If you understand what I'm saying. Interesting. We're talking with Christine Tucci Osorio, 
uh, tonight, uh, not in your district, but one of the people who have come from your administration tree, uh, Lisa Sales Adams, is uh, one of the finalists for the superintendent of schools for Minneapolis Public Schools. Uh, you've got to have uh, some excitement brewing over there in ISD 622. Oh, absolutely. We adore Lisa Sales Adams. And actually, I had a call the other day with a Star Tribune reporter who wrote a story about her. I, but unfortunately, none of my quotes made it into the final article. <laughs> but it was a great conversation I had. But, you know, if you don't know Lisa very well, Lisa has been an elementary principal, a middle school principal, a high school principal, a high school assistant principal, I mean, a high school assistant superintendent in two districts. And now she's been a superintendent in Eastern Carver County. She is amazing. And you know, I always tell people, if you want to hire a good leader, don't just ask for references from their supervisors. Ask the people who reported to them how they feel about her. Mm. That's where the real information is. Because, you know, leadership is followership. If people are following you, you're a good leader. And my goodness, I have never met a principal or anyone who said they didn't love and respect working for Lisa Sales Adams. I sure hope she gets Minneapolis job. And I don't know the other candidate because she's from out of state, but I sure know Lisa, and she's amazing. Minneapolis would be so lucky to have her. Wow. Well, thanks for that, Christine. Do you have a final thought for us this morning? You know, just my final thought, as people are getting um, lots of flu viruses and COVID viruses, you know, get out there if you haven't done so. Get a flu shot. Get a COVID booster. It'll help really help keep kids in school. Well, happy holidays to you. You schooled me very well on Christmas and public and private this morning. <laughs> so happy holidays to you and yours. You too, Freddie. It's great talking to you. Always. Take care now.